0: Like fucking spring, right? So like, sure. Easter candy is out, and I fucking love the Cadbury cream eggs, Cadbury caramel eggs, like love it. I bought the five. I bought two five packs yesterday. I thought it was like the small ones. You know how they make like the little, uh-huh. little tiny ones? I was like, all right, I can pick two. They it. were the big boys. They're the big boys. So like every day after I eat my lunch, I'm like, mm, guess I'll go for a little dessert. A Cadbury chocolate is the best chocolate. Look,
1: I like the caramel one, though. I I think I like the cream ones. I just never... You just... Everyone has
0: a preference. Either, like, one or the other, or you fucking hate both, which, like, how? (laughs) I don't know. It's my favorite candy of all time. When they... When it comes out, like, around, like, February, March, like, I'm just... like I can't resist. I I see it, and I, like, grab, like, five of them.
1: Wait, what are your weird pregnancy cravings? Anything?
0: Anything specific? Not really. Just, like, I just want french fries all the time. Oh,
1: okay. Well, I always want french fries. I was just gonna
0: say, it didn't change from me not being pregnant, but, like, we got tom's the other night and i like housed the cheese fries like kenny didn't stand a chance to get a dip <laughs> in that cheese like i was like because you know how i feel about the cheese whiz. <laughs> <Tom's. Yeah. laughs> i love a good cheese whiz. Oh, me too i love cheese oh god me too. <laughs> me too but let's get into it yeah we got
1: Beducer bratt here with us hey all three of us mic'd up just the way we like it
0: yes i think we the three of us have been mic'd up for all of 2021.
2: Yeah, for the most part.
0: Matt's a wannabe. He wants to be in our group.
2: (laughs) It's more so that like every time that I don't have the mic in front of me is like an episode where I have things to say and then I have to like edit around the fact that you just hear me like,
0: oh, true. true. And we're always like, producer Matt said. (laughs) So it's probably just easier. We're talking Crazy Ex-Girlfriend Season 1, Episode 1. This episode is dedicated to corn muffin 19 you wrote us a review in june 2020 and it took us a, a while to get here and we're not proud but <laughs> but we got here but we did it for you we did it for you to so.
2: be fair producer matt watched the whole show because of this review
0: no one <laughs> likes a suck up. no no
1: no we do Thank you, producer Matt, <laughs> for holding it down for us because me True. and Julie did not watch the whole show. We only watched the pilot.
0: In our defense, since COVID, like Netflix and Hulu just keep coming out with these new short series, yeah. and they've been like consuming my fucking life. I agree with that. So it's like really hard for me to watch any. Like I'm in the middle of How to Get Away with Murder, and then I watch Georgia and, or Ginny, Ginny
1: and, Georgia. and Georgia
0: because I'm just like,
1: yeah, we're gonna do an episode on that, people. Which I sure. finished it,
0: so
2: yeah,
1: it's I was gonna finish like a day now. <gasps> I yeah. thought. No, we'll save it. Okay. (laughs)
0: Save it for the pod. I I loved it, but I I thought it could be better for sure. But anyway. Yeah, we'll get into it when we do this episode because I am getting too jittery right now to talk about it because I just finished it today. So we got to stop. Okay. Okay. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend season one, episode one. This is called Pilot, I think.
1: Yeah. Let me read something interesting from the Wikipedia page about Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. So throughout its four season run, the show consistently drew low ratings while receiving receiving rave reviews from critics and winning awards. It's one of the lowest rated shows in television history to be renewed through four seasons by its parent network. Despite this, the show has a notable cult following with the cast selling out various live performances on tour after the show's conclusion, which is crazy. Like, I, first of all, love that. I I believe in tiny shows. I believe in, like, a cult following, people who are diehard. Like, that's how I feel with Winona. It's, like, it's not a gigantic fan base, but the people who love it fucking love it. Like, they ride for it. And that's the
2: last episode of the show. Like, after the series is over the last show is called Yes, We Sang the Songs Ourselves. And it's just a live performance of them doing all of the fan favorite songs as like a Broadway production in front of a live audience. Mm -hmm. And like, I've watched that episode like seven times. Because it's so, like, it's such a good production, but also just like, it's not a very good show for the first like two seasons. (laughs) But like, what it starts to tap into about like, mental health and yeah. depression and like your own sexuality and like all of this different stuff like you can see when it pans across the audience that everyone is like cosplaying as the characters that spoke the most to them in the show. The positive negative is like when I watched the show, I was like, I don't know if I get it, but I wanted to watch it because the guy who wrote all the songs died last year from yep. COVID, mm. Um Adam Schlesinger, who was the main songwriter for Fountains of Wayne, who wrote Stacey's Mom. Yep. But he also oh, wrote... He wrote all the songs for that thing you do. He wrote all the songs for the Josie and the Pussycats movie. Uh, he wrote for Broadway. He did like the song, the show Waitress. Um, he has this incredible lineup of like credits. I think he's an EGOT. I could be wrong, but I think he like managed to win win a. the EGOT. Man, that's but, a talent. and that was like early. That was like. Late March last year. Yeah, I remember that. Like, it was like shocking. So I was like, all right, I like Adam Schlesinger's music. Let me check this out. Rachel Bloom was really funny with her Fuck Me, Ray Bradbury song that like blew up on the internet. I
1: appreciated the episode, right? And I love music and I like that Rachel Bloom helped create it. Yeah. Which is always funny to me when the star of the show has a hand in creating it because this character. Is not very likable. No, nope. she's a crazy cuckoo bananas. Crazy in the beginning. I'm like, okay, I see the charm. I see it, and then I'm like, you're losing me, sis. Like losing me. Oh, and- you
2: lose her. Like yeah. second season. I think I was texting you when I was watching the second you season. Were, yeah, and I was like, I don't like the main character in this show. Mm-hmm. And it it really is until like mid season three something happens where she finds out that she's got this personality disorder that Rachel Bloom actually has. And it's about her story. And once that happens, then it becomes like the second half of the series is the redemption story of her trying to mend all of the shit that she ruined. The one of the better songs in the first season is like two songs before two episodes before the series or season finale uh, and it's a parody of Disney songs and it's called, Oh My God, I'm the Villain of My Story. Mm, and it's nice. like her having this realization that like I've been painting myself as like the princess in the tower and I'm the evil witch that's like here to destroy everybody's happiness.
0: I feel that. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I'm like a Cruella de Vil. Oh, yeah. Maybe Maleficent.
1: It's it's a tough pill to
0: swallow when you realize you're in the wrong It really is. It's actually, like, such a reality check when you're a kid and you just, like, love princesses and shit. And then you become an adult and you actually favor the villains over the princesses. Love to see it. So, what do you think? Would you watch this show? So, I did... I I mean, I told you guys I was intensely eating orange chicken watching this. So I did get into the second episode a little bit, but then I stopped because, you know, we have a tendency to like talk about the the second episode because I forget. I actually almost did it when Matt was talking and then I was like, that didn't happen in this episode. I think I would give it a chance. Um, especially like Matt said, like if the because like I think of Shit's Creek, right? Shit's Creek is like my fucking life. Now I watch that show just to make myself feel comfortable and like happy. Mm-hmm. But you know, it took me a while to watch it because I couldn't get through season one. I was like, this is not that great. Mm-hmm. So like, sometimes I feel like we got to give these shows a chance if they redeem themselves. But I guess it just like wasn't I don't really know what I was expecting to be honest. Like I don't really know anything about what this show is about. I figured it was musical related because of Corn Muffin, but
2: I wish we knew Corn Muffin's actual name. It <laughs> feels <too>. so <laughs> weird to always refer to her. As that.
0: I don't know. if like, even to I feel like I've her. been calling her Muffin it, Girl this it, whole time.
2: It could even be a guy. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. I
0: more so was saying guys that. like Corn Muffins too. I love I was a Corn Muffin. Trying, <laughs> fucking yeah, too. me too. Put some butter on that shit. <laughs> I was trying not to look at you when I was saying that because I knew you were gonna smile, but then I heard your lips part in the. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I agree. She's very unlikable. She's very cringy. Like, I'm like, "Ooh, stop, stop. She's a stalker, right? We just yeah. have to come out and say she's a full yeah. out stalker. But I'm interested to see, like, what happens. Like, I'm assuming there's going to be some sort of love story with her and the first guy she ever met, the bartender. Oh, I love the bartender. Yeah.
2: So fun fact with him is that that actor quit the show midway through the show. Oh, but they wanted to bring him back in the fourth season. So it's Skylar Austin comes back in the fourth season. But the whole joke is that they're like, oh, you're so clearly supposed to be dating this guy. And she's like, the only way I would date him is if he came back and was a totally different person. (laughs) That's
0: good. I like that they acknowledge it. I hate when they try not to acknowledge like a character change and it's like an obvious character change. I can't stand it. I mean, like... Just acknowledge it. If it's a fun show in general. Like Jason and PLL. I mean, mean, they couldn't acknowledge it. They recast everybody. But yeah, like I remember watching the first season and being like, no, it's the not fun parts Jason. about like something like Jane
1: the Virgin of this like it's a fun show. They can be self aware and kind of do a wink at the camera and say, "Oh, I'll, like make that line," yeah. and it and it goes over well. Yep. Listen, I would love to have this in my back catalog of because I've seen every other CW show in the world, right? Yeah. I don't think I'm gonna watch it ever. I I can pretty much say definitively that I'm not gonna watch it. Um, which I hate to say. It just didn't grab me. I know when like even Shits Creek, I saw the potential. I knew these characters, like they make me feel something. Yep. She's just gonna stress me out. Yeah. I can't deal with just, her. <laughs> I would I would
2: suggest doing it too long, didn't watch and just literally Jump to that last episode and watch the live performance of the yeah. songs, and you'd be like, "Yo, this is these songs are tight. Like the songs yeah. are really good."
1: Well, don't get me wrong, the two songs were incredible. Oh, I loved sexy it. Getting yes! Sexy getting ready song, especially sexy getting ready song. Like yeah, that, that is mine. being a girl. It's it's so funny because I've even had that with like exes or whatever where I'm I spent so long getting ready and you show up and the boy's just like oh, like, oh you're just yeah. sitting there still good, <laughs> good. Yeah. you're and in a know, hoodie and jeans nice. yeah right love th- to see cool. it. yeah and it, it's an incredible feat to have multiple original songs in every single episode love it love that for her unfortunately I will be um, taking myself out of this narrative
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love the Nipsey Hussle cameo there as well is that who it was? Yeah, more he-
1: R.I.P.? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> just
2: him popping up and being like, yo, your life's a mess.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Matt, if you told me that the show ends like mid season one, it picks up and you're going to, I'm going to love her. Oh, again. no. It's a big commitment. Right. And, so and that's the thing.
2: <laughs> I, I think I said on like, because I talked about on Horror Movie Night and I was like, I don't know, watch the pilot, get a vibe for it, and then just like dive in into like ep- season three and just watch the recap at the start. This episode, you don't get the theme song but they wrote a new theme song for every single season that was like a completely different genre, which was kind of fun.
1: Same lyrics or... No, completely, okay. c-
2: because like each one, the the definition of crazy in each season is very different. So like this one, it's like, oh, she's a stalker, crazy. Mm-hmm. And then like the other one is like, she's so in love that she's crazy. But then the third one's like, her heart's been broken, crazy. So it's literally a parody of... Uh, that Carrie Underwood song, they're like, ah, Doug, my Before eh. she So it's like her walking around dressed like Carrie Underwood with a bat smashing up a car while like, singing about getting revenge.
0: Love that.
1: Yeah, Love I that like stuff. the premise. I do. I hate that I'm being so definitively negative about it. I don't mean it. Because I, I sat there and I enjoyed this 42 minutes, don't get me wrong. It's just a big time commitment. And something like Shits Creek where, first of all, everyone in the world's going, Shits Creek's fucking amazing. You got to watch yeah, it. And true. 13 episodes...
0: 20 minute 20 episodes I mean Low honestly commitment. it makes me mad that Shit's Creek episodes aren't longer <laughs> like I right. need more I need like exactly. I need it on forever yeah
2: the first two seasons it probably took me a good month to a month and a half to get through it because I just my heart wasn't in it like I'd watch yeah. like two episodes and be like all right that was enough it really wasn't until like season three when it took like the turn into like heavy drama midway where I was like Okay, well, now I really want to see like where this is going, what's her story. Like, it became like way more intriguing instead of, yeah, it's way too cringy for me to like, ever binge it and I don't think I'll ever revisit it like it's not a show yeah that I think oh man I gotta I gotta own these DVDs I gotta hear the commentary tracks I gotta like right. watch it a million like well, no f- I'm good
1: yeah the fun <laughs> thing about that is exactly what you said you watched that last episode with the song seven times and that's good enough for you yeah like no. that'll recap the whole series for you and that'll <laughs> give you your whatever but should we walk to- not we don't have to walk through it but I It's funny because in the beginning, it starts off as her as a teenager. And I was like, okay, she's a crazy ex-girlfriend. This makes sense. This tracks. And then they show her immediately like she's going to make partner or junior partner at her law firm. And I'm like, I couldn't even imagine that. Like if she's this batshit crazy, like we've seen in this episode, I'm surprised she even got that far. Yeah. I'm surprised she got that far in corporate New York America to be a she I know she went to Yale whatever Harvard and Yale yeah
2: so what they they explain that in the sense of like she's been single for so long because she just throws all of her like manic energy into work because okay. they say like you've never missed it like you've never missed a day of work yeah the person who actually does get the job becomes like her main nemesis throughout the rest of the series she keeps coming to West Covina for some reason to like stir shit up.
1: Hmm. Oh. Yeah. Really? <laughs> What's the person at work's name, the chick who's like trying to out her, but then they become friends. They
2: are best friends through the rest of the show. <laughs> like it's like a <laughs> yeah. like a strong ass friendship for me. Well, there. let
1: me tell you, the whole episode I'm going, "What is this why? Why does <laughs> this person care?" And then that conversation they have on the lawn at the party is like the last 4 minutes of the episode. By then I had already written the show off, not going to lie that scene made me go oh fuck okay i kind of like this you yeah. know like it made it, it, it redeemed it paula yeah. it redeemed it for me i was yeah. like this is charming i love a friendship because they're both nuts two nuts people that yeah. i can deal with one crazy person that we're following around it's like they didn't establish a core enough group like i liked the bartender and then i ended up liking paula once she was Ended up being like not really a threat. She was just like feeling left out, or yeah. whatever. But I think that's what the pilot lacked for me is like a squad. Cause I don't, I don't always fall in love with the main character right away, but at least there's like a group of people where you're like, okay, you and know? You and know Paula, I mean?
2: Paula throughout the series, you kind of get the vibe that she might actually be more insane <laughs> than the main character.
1: I mean, yeah, just from that
2: to like the point that like the main, the first season, the main point. Is that her marriage is falling apart because she's spending all of her time trying to get this girl back together with the guy that she dated for two weeks? Yeah, she'll like break into people's houses. She'll install cameras in people's like phones and stuff. So, like <laughs> she like just becomes like a techie genius who just can hack into people's lives and it's insane. Like it, it, they hint at that in the sense that she like very quickly gets onto the computer and it's like you have messaged this person. 86 times.
1: Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine if that was a thing? Like, people could tell how many times... How many times? times you, like,
0: looked at their profile or something? I would die. Death. I would die. Death. That is, like, an actual death sentence. <laughs> There's two things that... What even is the main character's name? I just <laughs> blanked <on> it. Amazing question. <laughs> because we keep no saying the, man, the main character, and I, it's going to bother me.
2: Rebecca Bunch.
0: Rebecca. Okay. Okay, because when...
1: Somebody says it, that at the end, and I was like, is that her name? That doesn't (laughs) ring a
0: bell. (laughs) Doesn't sound familiar to me. Go ahead. Before she runs into Summer Boyfriend for two weeks, Josh, she's praying, and she (laughs) says, is it amen or amen? And I feel that. Like, what is it? (laughs) Honestly. I say amen. Amen. But at church, they say, (laughs) amen. You know. Yeah, totally. I
1: think so, I think the Jesus-y people would say it's Amen. But us Delco-ass
0: people say, Amen. 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 Okay, so that was just funny. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, same. I really don't know. Bless. And then the other thing that I think we can all relate to is when she moves to California and she sends Josh a text. Oh my God, and then it's she's so good. waiting for him to text back. So like I have sent like what we would call like a risky, risky text. text so like that could range from anything like it could have been like kathleen me and kathleen didn't talk for a week and i was like fucking stressed that like we're fighting i need to like acknowledge this so like i send this along like it could and then be you that have to do something <laughs> yeah or like or like uh, like <laughs> a boyfriend like me and kenny like feel it oh my god <laughs> so I fucking feel that like I when one time this was like early on into me and Kenny's relationship we went on a break and I literally had to change the tone that when he texted me so I knew it was him because exactly where she's like brushing her teeth and she runs out and it's like about like her data or something <laughs> on her phone like yes like your, your phone yeah. goes off and you're just like fuck, fuck 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 and then it ends up not being the yeah. response
2: I love the voiceover as she's texting him too because it's just like you said if I was in town give you a buzz well buzz. buzz be emoji. Yeah,
0: She's so cringe. Like, oh, yeah, seeing if you want to go t- out for dinner, coffee, breakfast. Like, I'm like, just fucking say drinks, damn it. Why are we making this so complicated? The scene I liked
1: was when she's declining the promotion to junior. Pro- I don't even remember what happens. I wonder if I wrote it down. But I remember going, okay, this. I was trying so hard to, to like, like her. Yeah. And to like her. She's like. The time. Sometimes it's just the time, and like she's spinning in the chair, and the people are like, "Who? Where are you going? Chicago, Boston?" Like it's like, could they
0: possibly want her that much? It's shocking because I don't. I I know. And then the law firm was like, so excited to have her. Oh, Daryl's the best.
2: Daryl is my probably my favorite character. Her boss. Yeah. He has such a weird arc throughout the show. One of the more popular songs in the show is called "I'm Getting By." Uh, and it's when he realizes that he's a bisexual.
1: Oh nice. I wish I could comment more on other things that I liked. It's oh, all right. Well, there are some
2: of the things that you truly disliked. Or was it really just like trying to get over that Rebecca Bunch hurdle?
1: or losing corn muffin? I don't know. i just I just think <laughs> she's crazy. I, I think and not in a, f- a fun like mat- how someone like you you sit down you watch Jane the Virgin. She's just oh, charming. Like Jane the pants off of you you know she's a very like I lovable about, actress about though, the group thing it's like think about gray's anatomy right you're, you're introduced to ellen pompeo and patrick dempsey and then Hot. you go and there's a whole intern clan and it's like say for some reason it's like fuck ellen pompeo for some reason fuck meredith gray you got the whole squad there with you to well, be yeah like, that's
0: like a perfect example because i fucking hated izzy hated her hate 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 still hate. the whole time oh the whole time did you watch firefly lane no, because I don't like Katherine uh, Heigl, but I just good. gotta, I gotta just be like, block that out. It's mm-hmm. not. It's I'm putting me and Catherine's relationship like too personal. I love 27 Dresses. I won't play. I watch Knocked Up a lot. She, yeah. Some might say she could be the queen of rom com.
2: Let's not get into that. Oh. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yes, gracious. So, I'm glad that you brought up Jane the Virgin, though, because I do think that like. This show and Jane the Virgin are they're very similar in the sense of like they were extremely ambitious CW swings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like it was like, okay, CW's kinda known for like charming teen shows with like a little bit of edge was like kind of their thing. And then I'll know where you just have like, oh, we're gonna do a modern day telenovela and oh, we're gonna do a musical every single week for four years. Yeah. Like like, that's crazy. <laughs> Jane the Virgin is so fucking good. I yeah. know.
1: I can't wait to watch that in the spring. But Rachel Bloom guessed it on iZombie as the singer in the cold open, and then she dies. Yeah. Yes. She gets murdered, and then, yeah, whatever. But I remember thinking during that iZombie iZ- episode, because I remember, like I'm always just like googling the shit out of these shows as I watch them right and they're like Rachel Bloom guests on blah blah it's like a CW and a crossover not really but I was like yay like I can't wait to watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend next but then whatever but like just like <laughs> Raul Coley who's on Bly and who was from iZombie guests and on Supergirl so then I started watching iZombie like that's how I get into these shows yeah but for some reason I never pulled the trigger on this one I respect it I I think
2: about the songs way more than I think about any of the plot points of the show, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, I
1: like that it ties into her personality. Like she's writing, like you said, like she has the multiple personality disorder and she's she writes on the show. Yeah. Yeah. She
2: she's kind of like the guide for it. And like they definitely hit like it's not a perfect show. Like I said, it's definitely not a perfect show. It's not a show that I'll revisit. It's a show I'm glad I watched. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, my enjoyment of the show would have been the same if I just like went out and bought the soundtracks for each season and just listened to the songs because those are the things that I revisit. Like there's a song called You Stupid Bitch that like I listen to (laughs) all the time. And it's like heartbreaking. Like it's literally when she's at her lowest and she's like thinking about all the things she did wrong. Yes, Josh completes me. But how can that be when there's no me? she's talking about herself like it's just all about like it's the most like self-defeating song and that like when she performs that in the last episode tears in the chat like yeah sure like i said the songs are great it's a bummer that like the show like i don't know maybe if the seasons were shorter too like seasons two and three are like 13 episodes two thumbs up like perfect but like seasons one and four are like almost 20 and like those are big commitments especially because season one's like i said not that good
0: yeah isn't it funny that you like like the songs that are like so stupid like i don't know if you guys have seen the movie pop star yeah i love the songs from the movie pop star
2: yeah
0: <laughs> love it like <laughs> have you seen pop star Mm-mm. oh my god you have to watch it kenny that's like kenny's favorite movie it's so stupid it's basically Andy samberg yeah, yeah it's basically like never say never from justin bieber but like making fun of it i think that's what i assume it's yeah. supposed to be making fun of but the songs are so good they're so stupid they're so typical like, like ben laden oh my god <laughs> Wait, she told me to in- fuck her hotter than the u.s fuck bin laden that's the word it's so fucking and like mona lisa you're a stupid piece of shit it's like so stupid but they're they're catchy anyways though back to what, this episode that's how i felt about the get ready song i was like yes this is i'm like vibing with this my dream is to be in a real-life musical where yeah. I can just bust out and song. Of course. Like, if I could wake up and be like, good morning, Aston. <laughs> that's lit. That's not bad. But like, that's good. That's mm-hmm. good stuff.
2: I think that the Sexy Getting Ready song is like the standout song from this episode. Yeah. But I actually think my favorite is the reprise of West Covina at the very end, where I love, like, call-response stuff where two characters are singing two different things and then they land on the same word. Yeah,
1: Richard Gear. Yeah, the Richard
2: yeah. Gear, and she's like, I need to change gear. Like, yeah. that part is... Because so, she's just listing all the people that she thinks that this romance is going to be like and it's like... She names like Twilight in there. Yeah. All right, so any other thoughts on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? No, I think we <laughs> can wrap it up.
1: Yeah, again, I just wanted to say... I respect you, Rachel Bloom. I think I'm glad you got four seasons If the, and this, I'm sure this was your passion project. Yeah, Matt watched it for you yeah. and Corn Muffin. I'm so sorry. Yeah, Chris, I guess I didn't like it. But if you have another recommendation, I would still take your recommendation. Well,
2: so one thing I got to say is credit to, to Rachel Bloom, who in more than one episode is like just putting her body out there at all times uh, and writes a lot of jokes about her weight which is...
1: She even had them in this one. Yeah,
2: like it's... She, banks. she goes all in for it. Um, But also, if you have a show that you think we should at least watch the pilot of and discuss, you can send us an email and tell us to check it out at my favorite episode podcast at gmail.com.
1: Yep. Let us know. I'll watch literally anything. Literally. The thing about this was I wonder if I would have enjoyed this more if I wasn't taking notes and having to speak on just one episode that's tough it's tough to leave exactly what you said jewel not Shits creek's a bad example for me because I've, i i loved it right away right, yeah. but i don't always love a show based off the pilot right i mean the pilot is is the toughest episode you lose it to make or break right and i've watched more than one episode of a, of a show i didn't like on the pilot that was a backwards way of saying that And then ended up loving the show. Right. And this was like, I really wanted to like it. I'm taking notes. I know I have to speak on just this episode. And I think that might take away from it a little bit. Honestly. Fuck this podcast. I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah.
0: The (laughs) the (laughs) note taking is a commitment.
1: Julie doesn't fucking take notes. Let's see your notes.
0: Let's see your goddamn notes. Oh my god, I just deleted it, but
2: she used to I mean, I'm gonna defend Julie on this one. Back in the day with her notebook, she would roll in with like Two pages of handwritten notes sometimes. I was,
1: I remember on, now one I of my early, on one of my
0: early episodes, I.
2: Yeah, your first episode, you just I took, took her notes and, and started reading, reading them. them. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> see? That just shows. What? You just always have to run the show. Kathleen, stop. I was kidding. The cold no. No, look. No,
1: I'm i not giving her a cold look. <laughs> yes, yeah, she
0: is. Anyway,
1: okay. that's Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Matt, any sign off for, for Crazy Ex Girlfriend?
2: And, I mean, like I said, the all the songs are on Spotify. Go check them out. Cool.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll probably end up watching that episode to round out my crazy ex-girlfriend experience. <laughs> That'll be it. Two episode. But that's okay. This girl watches every TV show in the world. So sometimes I just can't fit them all.
0: Yeah, there's just not enough time. If I could quit my job and only watch TV, I would. 100% you would. Yeah. All right. So that wraps it up for today. Tune in next week for another episode of my favorite episode love y'all
1: love ya love ya